Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine, and sometimes I share music with you. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose again on the third day, conquering the grave while living a perfect life on earth. And, uh, of course, the Holy Spirit. I was praising my Savior, praying, and also speaking to the spies into my technology device while listening listening to some meditation sounds and whatnot, letting them know that I'm a child of the Most High King. Nobody bullies my friends. Nobody bullies my associations. Uh, They hacked into my mother's phone today, earlier today. So I know, I know that I've ticked off some people and they're reading the posts because uh, they were supposed to set up the meeting on October 17th. And as I record this, they are two days late. So they're going to pay us more money out of the Illuminati deep state. No one hacks into my family members' devices on American soil. That is federal crimes. And they will be paying even more for that. Report crimes. If people are hacking into your devices or you suspect it, it doesn't sound like the language that your friends or family are normally using give them a call or give them a video call even better and say hey I got a weird message from you it didn't sound like your normal way you speak did you send this and then ask them and if they say no it's called personification it's what the CCP out of China does every nation I'm sure does it but they are well known for doing it they do it in other nations to cause division between your personal relationships and your business relationships because a country divided can be easily conquered, and they've been trying to take over America. Not on my watch. I married the most fierce trained assassin in the whole world, who's friends with all the top trained assassins in every major nation. EOS, nobody knows who his associations are, and he loves the father, and he protects and covers women, and loves families, as do his friends. And as I was praying, the father whispered to me, love your enemies is the topic. So this is something that he's teaching me on. I'm working on, and I'm sure tomorrow morning I'll get a sermon sent to me on the YouTube from Joyce Meyer's uh, team because they, uh, I know that they send me her stuff because she's good. I, I love listening to her. She's so authentic. She's been in ministry for 40 years. If you haven't listened to her sermons before she last time I heard she's got a team of 900 all over the world and they've even messed with her businesses they faked her death a couple years ago she had to tell people no I'm still alive and no I'm not selling weight loss gummies I'm still doing my ministry these people are trying to take over America and they are hacking into Christian owned businesses and nonprofits conservative Christians in America (laughs) and they thought they'd get away with it nope no our God shall supply all our needs so report crimes otherwise they'll keep on doing it that's what my first responder friends say if you don't report the crime then it's as if it didn't happen so you want to go to the I the letter C the number three dot G O Z website and report any suspicious activities if you know the person that's committed the crime then include their name and if it's impacted monies then include how much if um, they've created fake bank accounts in your 
name like they did for me last fall. I found that out because the Holy Spirit whispered to me to look on my phone. And then all of a sudden, an email with my first and last, I think it was, was it my just my first name? Just the first name, I think. And then a website called Authorized International popped up. And I said, huh, I never created this website before. So I searched it online. And then when you typed that website in, then another website popped up. So it wasn't even affiliated with that website, which is often done in overseas crimes where they cause confusion on purpose. And it was a banking company, I believe, IT bank, IT for banking. And uh, I said my command and my warriors of light did their thing. I had to get a new bank account because they created a fake one and were money laundering in my name remotely through my device trying to get me framed because they signed a three-year contract to steal from me with the top security teams that protect President Biden. And Trump's team was tracing all the illegal activities for three years. So on the 17th of this month, October 2023, the contract was up. They're not allowed to steal from me anymore. And full restitution for me, my family, my friends, and all my business associates. And the Father loves all the January 6th people for standing up for our Commander-in-Chief. Because they did a peaceful protest. They broke into the White House peacefully. How do they break in when there's all those guards? No, they didn't break in. They were let in. They walked in. And people filmed it. And they got their butts hurt. Their egos hurt. Because many of those people in a certain political party have been bought out from overseas people and they cheated in the election and they wanted they wanted to use their communist activity attitudes from China and bring that over here in the US so they arrested people didn't provide them any due process which is the law here in America but we've forgotten all the laws and the freedoms in 3 years it's been nuts so the father wants to bless all the January 6th people so they will be paid restitution. Every hour on the hour, $1 million since midnight on the 17th of October, they will be paid. And if any family members had committed suicide or anyone was killed and made to look like they committed suicide because they didn't see any hope of getting out of the situation because people with their powers and their egos decided to falsely imprison them because they were afraid that they got caught cheating and people didn't respect the leadership that was in power because they, they forced us into fear, forced us through biological warfare that they released on mankind on purpose and then forced us into isolation and didn't provide any mental health resources, therapies. But they had the 988 number ready for us all for suicide. Did you realize that? Everything was planned. That's why Trump calls it the pandemic. I never got into politics. I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I voted, but you better make sure I'm going to be voting when my husband gets returned to me tomorrow night. If that meeting doesn't take place, the Father has already revealed to me the order and sequence of people dying, and I don't desire for anybody else to die. There's all these people in Israel that are dying right now. We don't need to have war over here. What's that, Father? He said, speak very specifically on the order of events. Are you sure, Father? 
All right. He told me that Beyonce's children would be killed first. And then Oprah Winfrey's friends, all of her friends, she's got a lot of friends and associates, all of her friends would be killed next. And then Tony Robbins, new baby. I don't desire anybody to die. Three of my associations in the last three years have been killed. One of them was going to be my eyewitness in court. He's, he was the cybersecurity expert of Apple and Microsoft. He scanned my computer for free. They forced him into isolation. They personified, hacked in, caused division in his relationship with his family. And then they sent him fake information about the Illuminati and saying that Trump was involved in it. He's not involved in that. The military sent him on purpose to remove all the nasty people that are profiting off of the harming of children. You need to watch the greatest show on earth. It's on Rumble. It's on YouTube for now. That's what I know until people get it shut down. It's probably available in a lot of places. It's about an hour video, and it shows how he went in 2017, I believe. He went to all the major nations, showed them from the satellite data, hypersensitive cameras that zoomed all the way from outer space, showed them the evidence of people in their nation involved and said, listen, uh, we had some debts owed towards you, but look at this evidence. This is instant death for anyone involved. We can out you or you can just wipe our debts clean. That's what he did. He negotiated. That's what business people do. And then he said, and now you're not, now you're not allowed to do the child harming. And do you want to join us to help us fight against these people that are profiting off of the harvesting of the organs of kids to the highest bidder for rich people so they don't have to wait on a list? That's sick. That's absolutely sick. You need to wait on that same list as everybody else. The Lord doesn't like favoritism. In fact, he prefers that if we're going to favor anybody, that we're going to prefer the poor. That's why Jesus came and healed the sick. Because things were happening very similarly in the world, how they're happening right now. And the people that didn't like him were the religious leaders and the government officials. There were some government officials that liked him, but there was many that did not. They were afraid because he was doing things through his supernatural powers because he is the son of God, the Messiah. And he refused to announce it for a long time. The first person he announced it to, he didn't judge anybody. It was a woman that had been married. I believe she was married five times and she was living with a man that she wasn't married to and she was drinking she was getting water from the well she was a Samaritan woman and the Jews didn't speak to the Samaritans because there was racism at the time and the Jews were a higher class society and he came down and he spoke to her he went specifically to that well and she didn't have anyone around her but herself he wasn't supposed to speak to her according to the laws of the Jewish customs he broke the laws because he broke laws that didn't demonstrate what the Father desired to show us what was allowed and what wasn't supposed to be. He showed us how to have a true relationship with people and with the Father. He's sending me to uh, the Old Testament. 
Leviticus 24.3 Oil and bread set before the Lord. Outside the curtain of the testimony in the tent of meeting, Aaron is to tend the lamps before the Lord from evening till morning continually. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. The lamps on the pure gold lampstand before the Lord must be tended continually. Take fine flour and bake twelve loaves of bread, using two-tenths of an epath for each loaf. Set them in two rows, six in each row, on the table of pure gold before the Lord. Along each row, put some pure incense as a memorial portion to represent the bread and to be an offering made to the Lord by fire. This bread is to be set out before the Lord regularly, Sabbath after Sabbath, on behalf of the Israelites, as a lasting covenant. It belongs to Aaron and his sons, who are to eat it in a holy place, because it is a most holy part of their regular share of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. Yes, Father, he wants me to speak about offerings now. Offerings and, and tithes, Father? Okay, so before Jesus came down on the earth, offerings and tithes were the first fruits of your labor. So if you were a farmer, you gave um, whatever you farmed, you gave the first tenth of it uh, to the church um, to be either burned, if it was an animal, the, the best, the first and the best, with no blemishes. They were very specific about it being um, perfect, right? As perfect as possible, because it was going to be given to the Lord. Jesus, when he died, he lived a perfect life. He was the final sacrifice. And when he rose, again, they never found his body. He told everyone that he would be coming back one day and there are scriptures that speak about it he will come back i believe it it's true i'm in his bloodline through king david and uh, he will reign for a thousand years i do believe we are in the end times because he whispers things to me and i listen to other religious leaders who don't identify as being religious but that's how i i'm telling it to you. I, I don't know how else to say it. Spiritual leaders maybe would be more appropriate, like Pastor Joel Osteen, Joyce Myers. Um, I haven't listened to Bishop T.D. Jakes in a while since I heard that he was charging $1,000 per seat for people to have VIP access to the front. Yeah, I haven't listened to him in a while since I heard that from my old co-worker. But maybe that's standard practice in the bigger churches now. We've lost our way. Jesus flipped the tables of people doing business in the temple. Churches need to be a holy place of worship and service to the community. He told me that this topic would be love my enemies. So Father, guide it. Guide it. Tell me what you would desire for me to speak on. And if there's any scriptures, guide me, Father. Thank you. Okay. He's sending me to another 
book in the Old Testament. This book had a lot of the rules of the time. Very, very strict rules. Um, rules can be good. We've seen it kind of go like an anarchy in the United States in the last few years since the uh, pandemic. So um, people kind of forgot that. So rules, rules could be very good. Um, he desires for me to read Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 3 through 5. And her second husband dislikes her and writes her a certificate of divorce, gives it to her, and sends her from his house. Or if he dies, then her first husband, who divorced her, is not allowed to marry her again after she has been defiled. That would be detestable in the eyes of the Lord. Do not bring sin upon the land. The Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. If a man has recently married, he must not be sent to war or have any other duty laid on him. For one year, he is to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife he has married. The Father desires for me to speak on loving my enemies that caused division in my marriage on purpose by threatening our lives on American soil. I forgive you if you're listening and you were involved for you didn't understand. My husband asked to retire and he never told me there was a three-year contract. He was brought the information because I was sent to him on purpose for protections because Biden's guy was brand new in his position and he had been offered what price do you want for her? We want to ruin her life since she refuses to join our Illuminati cult. He was, he was afraid for me, Biden's guy, the top, the president of the defunded Blackwater alumni group. They are not defunded. I think they got a pay cut. I think that's what happened because my husband had a W-2. Um, but it wasn't the greatest pay for what he did for me and what he did for others. He gave his home away before I met him. That's why he was homeless. They gave his home away to a family with five children sleeping outside because he didn't need such a big house. And we became friends in the facility, in the safe house facility. It was like a motel. There's safe houses in all kinds of places. You're not supposed to know what they are, where they are, because they're for domestic violence situations. I went there because I had turned in a veteran who went into complete psychosis and threatened and started acting out the plans of killing his own mother in 2020 because this Illuminati deep state cult was hacking in at that time and causing division in my relationship with him. We had been doing some business dealings and we were off and on dating, but when he started threatening his mother, I told her right away the first time earlier in the year, but I was forced into isolation during the pandemic. Yeah, and right before that move, the Illuminati deep state cult had caused division with me and my family member. Yeah, because they had already marked him long before I had a smartphone. So my family, we will not be paying taxes for the rest of our lives. Now, we will be receiving monies, full restitution, tax-free. 
however my brother wants to spend his money, that's up to him. And all of my business associations, that's up to them. Um, by my 40th birthday, my husband and I are going to be giving 90% of our income away to the poor and keeping our lives as simple as possible, serving in our communities. And if the Father desires for us to travel anywhere, to serve wherever we are sent, and to seek first his plan for us. And second, love each other deeply. So I forgive you, those of you that caused a division in my marriage on purpose because you wanted so badly to win a contest. You lost the contest. You lost by a landslide. And my husband loves me. I know. I know he loves me deeply. I haven't communicated. I haven't been able to communicate with him for a year and a half. But there's evidence that he looks out for me and his warriors of light buddies look out for me. Is that all right if I say that example, Father? He said, say it loud and proud. One of my friends I called, business associate, because I've trusted, I trust this person. I've known them for a long time, over 20 years. Huge Democratic voter. Not sure if they're going to be voting Democratic this year after what I've shared with them. However, I like that they have a different perspective. Like I said, I haven't voted in a long time because I've been working, I've been hustling, I've been contributing in society, and I never understood politics. My parents never talked about politics in the household. We were taught to work. We were conservative. We were taught to not talk about politics in the church as well, so I never got to hear about what politics is for until the last few years. When I leaned into this calling that the Lord assigned me to, and maybe a month or two ago I called this person and they already had my phone number because they plugged it in. Because a few months before that, they had plugged in my new phone number because I lost my phone number that I had had since I was 14 years old because of the Illuminati deep state forcing me into homelessness three times and we're days away from the fourth time if this meeting doesn't take place. <clears throat> I trust in the Father in all things. And I know that my husband loves me because when I called my friend, she said, hello, who is this? I said, it's Aaron. She goes, oh, why is your number blocked? I said, oh, it's blocked, eh? She said, yeah. I said, good. That means the team's looking out for me. So they're blocking to protect who I call so that when I have business conversations, People aren't illegally hacking in. I love it. I love it because my husband, he sacrificed our relationship to keep me alive. When the Illuminati deep state tried to get his team to not like me over a, just over a phone call from my former nonprofit business partner and f former friend of seven years. These people do not care about veterans that are running our nation right now. They have been bought out. All they care about is filling their bank accounts. But when the internet gets shut down November 17th, unless the Lord changes the date, none of them will be able to have access to those bank accounts. They will commit crimes. They will get stupid because that's what criminals do. They will get stressed, 
They will go into psychosis. They will start making mistakes. They will start accelerating their crimes. And they will start getting out of the box with their thinking of how can we continue this business while not being able to access our money that we've promised people. And then those people that they've promised money to, which I wouldn't doubt is probably like mobs and stuff like that, they're going to kill them because they don't keep their word and they're not paying for services rendered. Yeah. The Lord fights my battles for me. I ain't worried about no bullies. I married the best top-trained assassin in the world. And he gave up that life. He 100% gave up that life. He had like a a Saul to Paul moment from the New Testament. And uh, Saul used to kill Christians. Like a lot of them. He was well known for it. And the Lord blinded him for three days. I think he was on a donkey, if I'm remembering correctly. And people had to help carry him because he couldn't see. For three days, the Lord blinded him and said, You will no longer be harming my children anymore. And then he converted and he became a believer in Christ. Yes, Father. He's sending me to the New Testament. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. He's he's repeating the verse over and over and over again. I love it. So it must be a very good one. Okay. Okay. John 13, 4. So this is uh, this chapter. It says, uh, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Okay. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, You have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, He put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. (laughs) Hmm. I have set you an example that you, oh, I got to wipe my eyes. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Yes, Father. 
He wants me to read this again, verse 15 through 17. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. The Father completely healed me in 2018 of suicidal ideations I had suffered in silence, in private, alone. Because in Western society, the methods are you go to your primary care physician and then they prescribe you medication. But I was 14 years old and they never even told me what I was diagnosed with, but the doctor handed me pills when I asked for alternative options. And then he lied to my parents and told them that I had agreed to try the pills for 90 days when I asked for alternative options. There were alternative options back then, but he wasn't paid to give alternative options. He was paid through pharmaceutical bonuses to give medical prescriptions. Now, I'm not against pharma. Not at all. In fact, I welcomed pharmaceutical companies to be a part, traditional medicine to be a part of our therapy experience last year. Real entertainment therapy experience. We executed it twice. We tried to do, I desired to do it four times. The Lord desired for it to be done four times, but they, uh, I got married and then they threatened to kill my husband and me. So then I had to move. I moved in, then I moved out and then my house, my landlord, psychologist for the military, she was told to disassociate, so we had to move out of that house. I didn't have money. I couldn't make enough money with the new job that I had because they promised me more than what actually happened. So I had to rent a room out of a person's house after my husband kicked me out and told me he wanted a divorce, and my phone got destroyed when I tried to reach out to him. So I couldn't even communicate with my own husband. So I started dating people to try and move on in life. Because that's what he told me he wanted. And I rented a room for an office from an officer in the army. I paid half his rent. He had money. He didn't, he didn't have to do that. But I was grateful that he let me stay there. I had to do all that. Move and everything. And I told him. I was like, yeah, I got this thing. I got these people saying yes to me. And then all of a sudden he like didn't want to date me anymore. I was like, it's fine. It's cool. I'm focusing on this mission that the Lord assigned me to. It was that man. I read his mind. The Lord gifted me mind reading ability with that gentleman. It freaked him out. He said, that's creepy. I said, well, some people might call it that, but do you believe in God? He said, of course I do. I said, well, I survived death in 2020. There was a hit put on my life. And I've just been grateful every day and I spend a lot of time in prayer and meditation and in the scriptures. And I choose to love everybody, to love my neighbors, to love my friends. And I even choose to love people that aren't kind to me, my enemies. I said, I think that's why he allowed me. I didn't read your mind. It was just a word that was floating in my, in the quiet, still voice in my mind from your brain. He said, wow. That's exactly what I was thinking. I said, I know he whispers to me things about people. <laughs> it's unexplainable. 
I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I've chosen love. I encourage you to choose love as well. Because although the world might see you as a weirdo, everybody's weird. We saw that in 2020 with the Epstein scandal. Can you believe the richest people in the world are a bunch of pedophiles and, and child sacrificers? Ugh. That's so gross. That's why the Lord decided to pick me, because I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. I'm a survivor of rape in college, and I chose to forgive that man and just move on, because I understood he lost half his platoon. And he was in a country they weren't even supposed to be in, because our nation, our military, breaks the Geneva Code. That's what my husband told me. He said all the kinds of rules and laws are broken in war times. I said, really? In the school system, we didn't do that. We taught kids to be honest, fair, and equitable. But I guess when you get high level, when money's involved, when people start blurring the lines, that's why he liked me because I was always honest. I was always truthful with him. And it blindsided us both when my my former friend called me out of the blue after not speaking to me for over a year. And then they uh, illegally traced our location from that phone call. And she was asking questions about my husband when he trained me well not to talk about him. So I didn't. The only thing I did was say nice things about him. Then he gave his house away. But she pretended like I never told her any stories. So I don't even know if that was her real voice. Might have just been a robot person, AI person, mimicking her voice. These rich people, these are powerful people that can do all kinds of things to the technologies. I've been hearing lately a lot of commercials on the YouTube. When we sign these contracts, I would really like for y'all to pay for ad-free streaming for me because I really don't care to listen to these political commercials from teeny boppers that are paid, you know, probably a hundred bucks to, to call and do a fake thing to have us take money from the federal government for some $5,000 thing or some weekly check thing, whatever. They're using real celebrities voices, but I know it's not real celebrities voices. It sounds different. It's illegal. It's called personifications and it's war crimes from people that have bought out government leaders and the social media apps to get you to sign up and sell your information and the team that looks out for me (laughs) they don't want us taking money from the government because then we will be enslaved to other nations more and more and Trump already went to all the nations we are debt free he gonna be back in office mark my words by the end of this month that's what I believe Because the election was rigged and he has all the evidence and they're waiting for the perfect time to release the truth. They had to let America get bad with poor leadership so that everybody can see how bad it can get for Americans. He will save the day. He will come in and fix it. We are debt free. He took 650 flights full of gold. We have all the gold in America. And I'm believing that he has picked Aaron Nicole Ministries as the bank of the world. Yeah, we're going to filter out all the nasty people. And we're going to publicize who donates money to us. 
in how we allocate the money, how we're spending it. Once we get contracts signed, every major nation will be sending us every year the payment to receive protections from the top security people around the world. Yeah, people don't work for free. All our security teams and all of their associations around the world, they need to be able to feed their families. My husband, when he gave his home away and he lived outside for two and a half years, he told me he was on food stamps and he got $9 a month. That's not acceptable for a veteran, a war hero veteran, to get $9 a month in food stamps. And I tried to get help. When we fed families, we got some help from our local food bank. Um, before, well, It was right before we got married. We fed 50 families sleeping outside in the middle of winter in, in the woods. There was pregnant ladies. There was children. There was... There was people with PTSD dogs that didn't qualify for housing because of the breed of dog that they got. They weren't allowed to get housing. Yeah. So they were sleeping outside, many of them two years. The men, three years. And we fed them. When uh, Before we uh, left, I went to the food bank and got some food. And I asked them, I said, hey, have you heard of Feeding America? And they said, yeah. I said, have they, do they donate here? He said, They used to, but not for a long time. I said, isn't that interesting? Because a person that I highly respect from their content and their attitude about feeding the homeless in America, Tony Robbins, he spoke about how he gave 100% of the royalties of his book sales to Feeding America. So if Feeding America isn't feeding and donating to food banks, then... Is he full of shit, pardon my French, or is Feeding America needing to be investigated? If y'all investigated a president's house illegally, search and seizure, then let's make sure the standard is equalized across the board. We ran out of food for people. We had to ask them to ration out and share the food at the last place we stopped at. I'd love to do things like that in America, not just feeding people, but ministering to them. Praying with them, giving them counseling, getting them housing. That's a major thing we need. Major thing. And that's what my friend that I've known for over 20 years said. Very strong Democratic voter says housing first works. And it's so true. I've got uh, some instability right now, but I'm trusting that the Father will provide for me. I've been in a social work program since my car accident on July 8th. So I think it took a couple of weeks to get uh, get added to this social worker program. I haven't received any monies from any of the organizations. And this town that I live in has a lot of organizations that help the poor. But none of them have given me what I've asked for, which is money. I need money to get housing. Yeah, I've interviewed for jobs. And people ask me, well, why... Why don't you work at your job anymore? I said, because the insurance companies didn't pay for my car accident and they're refusing the medical treatment. And my job requires me to be cleared from doctors. But I ran out of cash. And they said, what? That's illegal. I said, yeah. They said, well, have you given two-week notice? I said, I can't because then I lose my insurance has dropped. But in the last week and a half, I received my letter of notice that I was laid off of my job because I 
couldn't get back to it. I've tried my best to be honorable, to be honest, to be upfront and to communicate. But when you have a bunch of organizations that talk out of their mouth but don't help with their hands, it's very difficult to keep the love of the Father. But he tells me to love my enemies, to love my friends, to love my neighbors, and to be kind to those that persecute me. So I spend a lot of time alone because the last three years has tested me beyond what I ever thought I would ever be tested on. The worst of the worst criminals are running our government, and they were allowed to do anything towards me except for physical harm for three years, except for they started breaking the rules last year when I executed the real entertainment therapy experience for the second time after they forced my husband and me to separate because I released a song that I wrote because one of their evil Illuminati members, PhD in Divinity, had probably threatened them. She used my song that I wrote with her. She asked to volunteer to write the song, and then she paid to have me killed. And I told her. The father allowed me to know her last day on the earth. I said, if you cry out to Jesus, he, he is faithful to forgive all unrighteousness. But your name will be known in Hollywood as an example that no one will ever harm a veteran or a veteran spouse on American soil ever again and abuse their powers of influence and money to pay to have someone killed. That is why the team protects me. Because I am bold in my faith. I choose love. And I don't involve myself in evil. I'm not allowed to be around it. The Father protects me from it. I had a miracle today the Father wants me to talk about. Um, I needed to get grocery shopping done. And I was just grabbing an item from one of the aisles. I like... Um, I like the bubbly stuff that helps with my tummy because sometimes this level of stress that people have put me under, it can impact my bowels, which it has, and the car accident surviving 80 miles an hour and not having any physical therapy because I ran out of money. Yeah, it's been, they've tested me very, very, very much, very far. But I, I trust that the Father has always provided for me in the past, so he'll provide for me in the future. And sure enough, this person, all they said was, hey, how you doing? And I was like, I'm doing all right. How are you? And he said, oh, it's been a day. And I said, oh, you want to talk about it? And so we just started talking in the grocery store, an employee and me, a stranger. Never spoke to this person before. The Lord causes people to be good to me. I was able to counsel this person on some issues that they were going through. And they said that... Um, they liked their job. It was good pay, and I let them know. I said, I'm looking for a job. They had their little logo on what company they worked for because they're a vendor for the grocery store. I said, I used to work in the grocery store very briefly, but I liked it. But then I got hit by another car when I was on a mission trip, and um, they required me to be medically cleared, and the doctor's office refused me treatment, delayed services, and then I ran out of money. He's like, wow, that sucks. That's terrible. And he said, yeah, you can make good money with this company and told me the amount of money he said it is hard labor I said I'm not afraid to work I've been applying and interviewing everywhere no one no one seems to be figuring out that I need a job I don't know I've been trusting the, <laughs> trusting the Lord so I I don't know if this is the job for me but I said if you wouldn't mind and I gave him my prayer card and I said um 
You can text or call this number. It's not associated with me. <laughs> so no one will bother you on this number. Um, because I told him a little bit about the cyber warfare. He said he's been hacked into twice in a couple of months. It's happening to a lot of American citizens. So I told him, I said, report the crimes. And um, if you wouldn't mind, if there's an opening, I'd love I'd love for a link or whatnot to, to whatever the job is that you do. And um, he said, yeah, I've got a few more stores to stop at, so give me a few hours. I said, no problem at all. And um, I said, I'm grateful. I'm willing to do anything. I'm, I'm willing and ready, anything. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, and uh, we were able to help each other. And it wasn't anything inappropriate. It was just a human-to-human -human interaction, positive interaction. And I've had that since, since the Father called me to this thing in 2018 because I'm grateful every day. And I don't have the pains in my mind of self-harm thoughts. He completely wiped the slate clean. And the evil people that want you to believe that you need to shove pills down your throat and all this and that, that are profiting and harming kids in private, all kinds of nasty people are involved in this organization. It's the richest of the richest in every major organization that are involved in this Illuminati cult. They are threatened by my powers because... I'm in the bloodline of Jesus Christ through King David. And they can't destroy my joy. And they tried for three years, tested me in every single way, forcing me into fear in America. And they broke every single law you can imagine. And then they hacked today into my mother's phone and committed federal crimes. So I said my command and the team's looking into it. And uh, I'm sure they're having conversations with people. You leave her mother alone or else... The woman that paid to have me killed was killed a few months ago. They waited for the perfect time, took as much of her money as possible, traced as many of these illegal people through her conversations. <laughs> it's pretty much, I think, one of the biggest sting operations in the history of the world. And I love, it's been very frustrating for me, but I love, I love that the White Hats picked me the most unlikely. And they keep picking me. And I pray for them and their families. And it's it's not just conservative Christians that are in this organization, I imagine. I don't I don't know who they are. I don't need to know. All I know is that there was one man from Biden's team and one man from Trump's team that decided to work together to protect me. And then I imagine they threatened six months later they threatened Biden's um, top guy. That's why he asked me to perform oral sex in public because we were in a political, politicized contest, a first-in-history competition, and they had paid for other people to win this rigged contest, just like they paid a lot of money to rig the election of 2020. Nothing is new in this world. Cheaters never prosper. And if the Lord assigns you something, nobody can take it from you. That's what Pastor Joel Osteen says. If he uses the creator of the universe terminology. I like that because it's inclusive of a lot of faiths. So if the creator of the universe assigns you something in your destiny, he said, even if you make mistakes, he already takes that into consideration because he knows all. He sees all. He's in on time zones. He's in the past, future, and the present. That's what the Creator is able to do. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning 
and the end. That's how we already know about the end times in Revelations. Because he is the beginning and the end. And he gives his children prophecies forecasting of the future. Not all children of him have the gift of prophecy. It is a special gift he gives to select individuals that choose, I believe, choose to love our enemies, choose to love our friends. It's easy to love your friends, right? Choose to love our family members, even when they're being buttheads. <laughs> That's the truth. They, these people, these evil people, caused division on purpose through the technological communications with my family member because they had already marked him years before I had gotten a smart device. Except he was bullied out of his career and he didn't tell anybody because it was probably really bad what they forced him to do. So they're going to be paying him a lot of money tax-free in this meeting that will take place tomorrow night. And if, if they delay it further, then the Lord said that deaths will start happening until people start waking up and realizing that it's really going to happen. I married the most fierce trained assassin in the world, and he asked to retire. And they tried to kill us on American soil. No one, no one will be able to flee from his wrath. He told me, Aaron, I don't want you to be around me when I get like that. I said, what do you mean? He said, I, I believe I was sent to you because we're polar opposites. I said, we are. He said, we're, al uh, we're aligned in our spirituality. But Aaron, I was trained to be a killer for our nation. I killed a lot of people for our country. I walked away from that lifestyle decades before I met you. I said, you did? So you don't do it anymore? He said, no, not unless my family or my friends are in danger. I don't want you to have to be around me when I'm in that wrath mode because I don't want you to see me in a different light. I said, I understand. And last Easter, on Easter Sunday, 2022, he said I, I had to give him the talk tags back. And we argued about it. I said, I don't... <sighs> Over one phone call from my business partner, they destroyed my business relationship. They traced the phone call committed treason on American soil and then I had to move out of my brand new husband's house how evil do you have to be to win a contest to cheat in every single angle I said I don't want I don't want to give you the dog tags back I don't want to leave I just moved here with you we just got married he said the boy said you gotta go I said, well, what if I take the dog tags with me? He said, Aaron, they will kill you. If they find you with my dog tags. I said, they will. He said, yeah. What this leadership did, they committed treason through you. And they lied to you and they tricked you. And they used your weakness of a woman's femininity 
to get me vulnerable. I trust you, but the boy said you have to go. So I had to beg for assistance from a friend who had offered me help because he had been telling me he wanted a divorce even before we got married. I don't even know if he really wanted to marry me or if this was all a sick game from the whole military team for the three-year contest. I have no idea. But I know I keep my commitments to my commitments and my yes will be yes and my no will be no, thus saith the Lord. That is scriptural. And I try my best. I'm not perfect, but I try my best to live my faith out loud. And I've had to deal with a bunch of liars, cheaters, confusion. And he told me confusion is not of the Father, but even he, on purpose, lied to me. But I'm going to choose to forgive him. I look forward to seeing him. I don't think he has wrath anymore because his boys protect my phone number when I make phone calls to people. I believe love is the most powerful force in the world. And I trust our good military that doesn't harm children and profit off of it. We have to obliterate the entire Illuminati. They don't get they don't get any other chances. That is why this meeting will take place. Many of these people in this meeting are the top-level leaders that are profiting or actually harming or used to be a part of it and had been profiting in some capacity. Their bank accounts are tied, whatever. I don't know. The Father knows all. And the Father gives me gifts of prophecies, and he gave me very specifically who was going to be in the room on Veterans Day in 2020. And I told my husband, I said, when we were, for, we were just friends, he was protecting me. He was assigned to protect me. He said, so who's, who's going to be in this room? I said, very powerful people. But I'm not allowed to tell you. He said, you're not? I said, no, the Lord told me I had to keep it a secret. He said, really? I said, yeah, well, I have to keep it a secret. So I didn't tell nobody. Until the appointed time. And uh, I had forgotten some of the names that were listed in it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Over time, before I revealed and looked at the note again, because I hid it. And I, you know, you forget where you hide something for three years. You kind of forget about it. Well, it was like two and a half at that point. And uh, while these evil Illuminati deep state people hacked into my bank account illegally using satellite interceptions, marking me, sending me a fake job opportunity to be a brand ambassador while I was dealing with sexual harassment in the workplace and I reported racism of my coworker. Yeah, and they hacked in and erased the record of me working at that place and then they sent me a fake opportunity and then they tried to get me arrested with all these January 6th people. Yeah, yeah. That was when the Father, in the month of September of 2022, gifted me ten songs, one of which, Resiliency Queen, that I believe the Father told me I will be singing with Beyonce and one of my childhood friends, so it will be done. It will be so. 
This is a very powerful gift and assignment that he has given me. It's first in history. And so a lot of people are doubters. A lot of people are naysayers because they didn't have the vision that he gave me. They didn't have the purpose that he laid out for my life. They didn't have the pain of the 18 years of self-harm thoughts caused by sexual abuse, which is what these nasty pedophiles are doing in the Illuminati cult. They are profiting off of forcing children, abducting them into sex slavery. You need to watch the Sound of Freedom movie. No more kids. No more kids are going to be sold. Children are not for sale. The father caused five-year delay in the release of this movie, I believe, for it to be perfectly lined up with this assignment for my life. My husband and I own everything, share everything, and we both are generous people. We desire to help the poor which is what Jesus told us all to do. And I think that's why the Lord keeps on giving me gifts, spiritual gifts, therapies, because he is the, he is the teacher, he is the counselor. Um, he gives us music to praise him. So I, I've written 100 songs in the last three years, and in my lifetime I've created 52 alternative therapies that will be translated in the textbooks, that will be turned into white paper research, billable to the state, and available for psychiatric hospitals if they're interested in our therapy services and other nations can learn from our therapies as well, from textbooks that they purchase, or, I mean, we could do anything. Once I get connected to my husband again, I'll get specific with one thing at a time. I've disrupted pretty much I would say I, the Lord has disrupted through me. His supernatural powers have disrupted many industries. People are like, where is she going to go next? Descendants of King David are promised blessings and prosperity. As long as we stay close to the Father, he elevates us to the front of the line. He cuts down timelines for us because we choose to obey him, keep him first place, love him no matter what, and he loves our hearts for others. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's what these people don't want you to believe. If they can get you to believe that God's not real, that the creator of the universe isn't even real, then I'm not real. If I'm not real, then who's talking to you right now? <laughs> Love everybody. Love everyone, whether they believe in God or they don't. I've had incredible friends that didn't have any faith system. My former business partner didn't have any faith system. I never tried to convert her. We had good conversations. We had known each other for seven years. But she traveled a lot with the military and was stationed in other places. So we'd check in with each other ever so often. That's what women do. We don't have time to call people every single day. No, that's not a healthy relationship. You check in on your friends or they check in on you. And that was what she told me. She said, Erin, you're one of those people that's always been good for me. No matter what, you've been through the thick and thin with me. In my most difficult times in life, I said, I have. She said, yeah. I appreciate you. And I helped her son 
and I helped take care of her mom, rehabilitate her mom from having accidents in the bed to getting her dressed and excited to move about throughout the day and go flirt with the men at the Walmart when she's getting her prescription is hilarious. I helped her with checking her coagulation levels of her blood because she was taking blood thinners because she had a couple of strokes, I believe, at least one. And she paid me for it. She didn't pay me my value because she didn't want to pay anything for her mom because her mom had burned her out and taken advantage of her kindness and didn't save her money. It was what it was. I lost that relationship because of this competition, but he told me. My hero of 2020 trained me very well. He became my husband last year. He said, anybody can be bought out. Everybody's got a price. So that's what you have to realize if you're in a very large-scale competition that you're not going to stay friends with everybody when you get to the next level. You might bless and release them doesn't mean you have to hate them that's what pastor joel says doesn't mean you have to like show animosity towards people or call them and say we're not friends anymore but you just slowly politely just stop reaching out to them and there was people in the last three years with access to a lot of money or their connections had access to a lot of money and they offered i didn't ask them for help they offered for example tony robbins uh, former private chef chris He told me, um, when was this, 2021, I think, in the fall. He said, Aaron, I'll call. He's like, I'm friends with uh, Justin Timberlake's lighting guy, and he started name dropping. I knew he used to be a private chef for Tom Cruise and uh, Tom Hanks, and where he was uh, submitting his... uh, bio or folder or whatever thing his team was sending his whatever you call that marketing package to them to see if they'd want to hire him and uh, a-list a-list musicians and actors that he worked with and he said Aaron I love your story he said I'd love to um, we're doing these pop-up things I'd love to set up a fundraising event for for you I'll just call them up and we'll just write you a check. We'll get them to write you a check. I was like, wow, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I was like, thank you. And then I got hopeful. And then he flaked out. And he didn't tell me why. I believe people told him, no, we're not. She's not the winner. We've decided someone else is the winner. Don't help her. So people were told on purpose not to help me for three years. It's been very frustrating. Because... I'm dealing with a bunch of liars that cover up their trails and do things in secret and private because they're in this elite club. And they tried to get me to join their club, their cult. And they didn't tell me what it was. But my hero of 2020, he has associations in every single organization. You don't know who his buddies are. They're everywhere. In every single group. You can't trust nobody. They go into these organizations on purpose to see what they're really like. And then, if it breaks their moral code, then they leave the group. So he told me, he said, you know what the Illuminati is, right? And I said, no, they just, they they wouldn't tell me. They just said, we can't tell you unless you join. And I told them that that's the definition of a cult. I said, no, thank you. And then their messages disappeared off my social media. 
And he smiled, he said. You're a smart lady. How'd you learn about the cult definition? I said, well, I had a dare officer. He said, you did? I said, yeah, in sixth grade. He said, what was his name? And I told him his name. I said he came every, I think it was every Friday, and he'd do thumb wrestling wars with all of us. He was a really cool dude. And his mother or grandmother, I think she's the grandma maybe, she was older, she would sit in her little rocking chair and she'd tell us old stories of the good old days. And she was our substitute teacher whenever our teacher wasn't able to be there. And that was my first year in public school when my dad had cancer and survived it. And the whole community had stepped up to help us not lose our house because my parents' level of faith and the relationships they had with people, people started helping us because I was a burden, (laughs) but I was also a blessing to get them the help they needed, me and my other siblings. And uh, Mr. Wright was our dare officer, and he told us about um, the RICO Act without telling us exactly, I don't think he said the name RICO Act, but he said... He was he was teaching us because we were kids of a lot of my classmates were um, the sons or daughters or nephews or nieces of drug dealers. We were in a very high crime area, low income area, Title One school, I think it was. Many of the schools in that area were. And he said, uh, you got to be careful who you're associated with. And he gave us the example. You roll up, your friends invite you to go to the store and go to a baseball game, but in between the store in the baseball game they decide to break into a car on the way there and you're just sitting in the car waiting to go to the baseball game he said you didn't do anything you're just sitting in the car but then the cops see what happens and they arrest everybody in the car not just the people that got out of the car and smashed it the driver gets gets a certain level of uh, felony or misdemeanor or whatever and depending on the crime And then the people that committed the crime get a different level. And you get an association uh, crime um, like assigned to you. And then you have to go to juvenile detention center if you're a minor and serve time and go to court and pay the fees. Your parents have to pay the fees. And then we're all like, oh, no, our parents don't have money. (laughs) So he taught us how to not get involved in illegal activities. And I don't know if that was a Republican thing or a Democratic thing, um, but whoever decided to start the D.A.R.E. program, um, they should start that back up because I imagine with the terrible economy that we've got a big need for it to be taught in the schools. I know in bad economies, drug dealing gets way worse. And when I started Lyft driving, uh, when I moved back to the area, um, after being in safe housing, I had done the post office for a while, but I kept having asthma attacks and they kept giving me vehicles that didn't have the air conditioning. So, and they wouldn't change the situation and it was just not good. I didn't, I didn't get res- treated with respect. So I started driving Lyft and I, I started, they were trying to have me be a, a mule for drug deals. I started getting hip to what was going on when these young little pipsqueaks were like, acting all shady in the back seat oh yeah yeah I'm going to my friend's house because I had good conversations with anybody if they wanted to talk in my car I created two therapies while Lyft driving people and I started noticing them doing those kinds of things and uh, I told my husband that I think before we got married 
and uh, just in the area where I live it was bad but down in the big city it wasn't really bad down there but then there was a long commute down there it was mostly people traveling on vacations down there in the big city so the money was real good but people started acting real crazy in the downtown area especially on the weekends and there was like traffic they were changing the traffic control and the signs and stuff and there was they forgot to have a a person directing traffic and they had us going on a one way on the opposite direction I said y'all are gonna get somebody killed I'm going back up north and then I looked into other jobs because it was nuts and pretty soon they stopped Uh, they turned the maps off for me so that I couldn't get back on the lift app after I got hit by a hit and run and whatnot because my husband and his boys look out for me I know they did it on purpose to protect me <sighs> it's been the gift of premonition gift of prophecy it's been frustrating it's been frustrating because I've been blocked from making money for three years but the Lord told me that uh, I'm supposed to love my enemies and many of those people are in my own nation so the best way I can love them is to set up this meeting so I can demonstrate very publicly to our top-level leaders. I don't desire for any of these people involved to be killed or their children. What I desire is for us to have peace in America. What I desire is to be made, making money fairly and equitably from what the Lord has assigned me as his position of the Global Mental Health Ambassador and Chief Spiritual Officer of America. If the Lord gives me ideas... I desire for people to step up and help me to execute them, not slander my name in private conversations. Because by my 40th birthday forward for the rest of my life, I intend to give 90% of my income away. And my, I believe my husband will join in as well. And we're going to live on 10%. We're going to be the ultimate role models. Because I believe that the Father is going to gift me more ideas to be able to help more people so that I'm not a burden to our nation where you have to borrow money from other nations but I'm an asset and I'm helping to make the financial burden less severe that's what happened when I worked in the psychiatric hospital I created five alternative therapies in less than 12 months outside of work hours I involved my favorite teacher of all time, my high school choir teacher, besides my mom, who homeschooled us, of course, because other people started stepping up their behavior, and they desired to create therapies as well, and they desired to work with me, and they didn't even work on my floor, and my boss let me because she saw that the patients were receptive to it, and word spread around the whole hospital even though it was double locked doors that I was the move happy girl we had maxed capacity with the move happy therapy group doctors were voluntelling their worst of the worst depressed patients that had bad attitudes to join our group and I allowed them to be themselves I didn't try to force them to participate I said hey if you don't mind just if you don't have anything nice to say if you don't mind just not letting other people know that you don't want to be here and we'll give you credit for taking the pace as you desire you don't have to exercise if you're in pain you join in with what you're able to no one's going to judge you or make fun of you after seven days that patient 
changed his whole attitude and told me he was doing outstanding and he had a great meeting with his treatment team and he thanked me for not trying to force him to change and be controlling, to allow him to be himself. And then he stepped up as a leader in that group. That was in the third round of Move Happy when I had earned the promotion and then I lost it, so I had to come back and facilitate the group. And he told me, he said, I used to be a stand-up comedian. I said, really? He said, yeah. But I had some issues with, I think he had an alcohol issue. And uh, got divorced and career plummeted after that and all kinds of things. And so he had this big old anger problem, I think, that had come about from the probably the brain damage of drinking so much alcohol. Because it can... Uh, it can accentuate certain parts of the brain when you have to when you have a drug or alcohol problem. In any case, he thanked me for allowing him to be himself. He changed his own behavior by me just being myself, choosing to love him at, respectfully as a facilitator of the group therapy. And he stepped up and he made sure that all the quiet people in the class weren't interrupted, that no one skipped over them and that he would point to people and he became a leader and said okay you haven't spoken yet would you like a turn to speak then he started encouraging other patients in the group who hadn't had a turn yet he started paying attention and being protective of the group I was like I don't know what they said in your treatment team meeting but I'm so grateful I loved working there I didn't want to have to leave but the Lord assigned me something bigger than that hospital. And that's what my U.S. Marine veteran patient said. He was also in that group. He was in the, part, in the group the first round we did it and the third round. And he told me when I had earned my promotion and when I lost it, I was not doing well because my engagement fell through. Because my partner didn't love me deeply and fiercely. He felt obligated to marry me because I was forced to move in because I couldn't afford my rent after my divorce. That's the truth. When I found out the truth that he didn't really want to marry me, I was like, I don't want to force you to marry me like that. I ain't going through a divorce again. So let's do a six-month trial separation and make sure that we both really want to get married. He agreed. And then he changed his mind and broke up with me via text message. So I had been royally disrespected from my job, from my man. And then I had to find new housing. And I didn't make enough money with the job that I had. So I had to leave. But on my way out the door in the last two weeks, I gave them notice. That U.S. Marine veteran kept encouraging me, Aaron, this is bigger than this hospital. This is bigger. You will be speaking on big stages. You will be telling people about this. Don't you ever give up on Move Happy. This is way bigger than this place. That was in 2017. Six years later. Six years later, I'm about to sign contracts with my husband tomorrow night. Mark my words. He will be picking me up in a dark vehicle. He will be in the back seat and we'll have a driver. There will be nobody else in this vehicle. I am very confident of this. We will sign contracts because nobody wants any children to be harmed. Famous people's kids or poor people's kids in America. No children should be harmed, abducted, taken. No adult. People. Nobody should be taken and forced into slavery. My husband asked to retire. The Blackwater group forced him, although he denied being associated with the Blackwater, 
they told him that he had to kick me out of the house. So they forced slavery on my husband, denying us our religious freedom. So this meeting will take place. I'm going to forgive everybody. But no one is going to be messing with my housing ever again. If you do, you're going to be paying and you're going to be moving my items for me. Because I am top tier asset for America and for the whole world. And if my husband doesn't want to live here anymore, then we won't. We can live anywhere because he's got friends in every major nation. And you guys underestimated two homeless people in America. That's, that's what we were when we met. He didn't judge me and I didn't judge him. I treated him how I desire to be treated. I gave him the best of me. And he gave me the best. And he tried to marry me right away. And I said, whoop, slow your roll. I need to get to know you first. And he, I think he liked that. I wasn't trying to rush into anything. So I know his buddies. I know they were mad at me for a while because of a phone call that my business partner made. Started asking questions. I've, I've had so many phones get destroyed over people asking questions. Normal questions that women ask. We, we care about our friends and who they're married to. It's normal conversations, but there's nothing normal about this marriage. There's nothing normal about this man. He's extraordinary. He's out of this world. Best decision I ever made, aside from my salvation. And they tried to kill us. And then they tried to erase the record of our marriage. But earlier today, the father reminded me to look in my planner. And uh, I said, Father, do you want me to post this? He said, yes. Because they already marked him as well, just by being married to you. That's what they do. They mark all your associations, as Illuminati cult does. And then they mess with your money. They commit identity fraud against you. They create fake bank accounts in your name against you. You can't fight against these people. They're criminals. You have to obliterate them or put them in prison. Those are the options. So we're going to sign contracts. Nobody's going to be harassing me and my husband ever again or my mother or my middle brother. He will be in that room. Big check will be written to him. And all of us, the longer you delay, every hour on the hour from midnight, December 17th, till we have the contract signed, he will be giving us all bonus pay. Delayed appointment. Wasting our time pay. To every single person that's supposed to be in that meeting. Million dollars, U.S. dollars, tax-free. And all the January 6th people that were falsely arrested. And 10 million to every family that was falsely arrested that committed suicide. Every hour on the hour, tax-free, U.S. dollars. If you have any questions about this, you speak to my husband. This meeting will take place tomorrow. If not, the Lord already told me he's going to start killing off very big celebrity names, starting with my second favorite singer of all time. I don't, I don't want her to get harmed. I don't want her kids to be harmed. I don't want anyone to be harmed.
Thank you for setting up this meeting and taking me seriously and taking the Lord seriously. Children are not for sale. What's that, Father? He says to wrap it up. If you desire to have a personal relationship with the Father, where you have a peace beyond understanding in the most difficult of circumstances, it's free for you. He can gift you whatever you need, whatever you ask for. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I make mistakes, but I don't desire to continue. Please come into my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged in to a Bible-based church. You want to keep God first place. And you ask, Father? Okay, he says, yes, please donate to our nonprofit arm for my housing needs, for rehabilitation needs. If this meeting doesn't take place, I have to move out by the end of this month. And I only have about $200 in cash left. And they've already hacked into my mom's device. And, and I have no doubt that they've reached out to her and threatened her since I filed reports with the FBI telling the truth about the internet getting shut down on the 17th. They're very scared. They're very scared. They're making stupid decisions right now. So please donate however much you feel led to ErinNicoleMinistries.org. So it's E R I N. N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot O-R-G. Any amount you feel led. And um, if this website doesn't get paid by the 24th of this month, as I record this, it's the 19th, I believe. Um, it will. They said it will get locked up, so I don't think anyone will be able to hear it after the 24th. I'm in beyond 911 emergency, and I've been in that since July when I was obedient and went on a mission trip to feed the homeless in July. So I think Tony Robbins and his team should step up since I'm doing what he says he offers and he loves feeding the homeless. So I can't wait to meet him and his wife tomorrow night. Anything else, Father? Sing it pretty. Sing it pretty and sassy, he says. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.